0: We continue our post-game coverage here inside the Atlantic Union Bank Center after James Madison women's basketball takes down South Alabama here in Harrisonburg, 82 to 66, the final. As the Dukes are now nine and three in Sunbelt play, head coach Sean O'Regan is with us. I'm Corey Spector. Thanks so much for being with us, Coach. And you know, we'll go to the uh, the immediate thoughts in this game, and you know, go back to the early portions of the fourth quarter. South Alabama takes the lead. They're up 59-58 with. 7.54 to go in the game. And then your team pretty much dominates the game from there. Mm-hmm. What light switch was flipped? What changed?
1: Uh, well, they they changed. Um, and, you know, they, they know why. Um, when we decided to defend and rebound with the right level of effort, and I think we did it at, in spurts throughout the game, but defending and rebounding with the right level of effort, I, I thought – that's that's where we we pushed the gap up and we, we took control of the game and so uh, I don't know exactly what the stats would be on that right and I don't know if you could track it from seven whatever on but um, you know I thought Heaven Bristow was instrumental in that I thought Susha uh, with eight O boards, boards uh, you know was was th- those two really made uh, made me notice the glass but it was a defensive end and we were we you know Look, it's a tough game. You're fighting human nature in this game, mm-hmm. and and we've told our team the last two days, don't take them lightly, and and this team, I, I told them very clearly, this team is going to fight, Coach Jackson's got them still fighting, it doesn't matter what their record is, and da-da-da-da-da, and, and, and naturally, and they, they know it. If if this is the game prior at Marshall, they, they st- I mean, the attention to detail in that, it is higher than your attention detail to this it's just human nature and my whole job is to try is to try to get them to not to to fight their human nature and to not not um not to play your opponent at all and so um yeah I got a little nervous I got a little nervous because it just seemed like they grabbed the momentum and they were they were running with it and so um you know I was glad you know we turned it up, and we did well, on the defensive end. We turned it up. We started getting stops. We came down. We started overpowering them on the on the offensive glass. And you know, I think that then once you once you kind of pop back on them, um, I, I didn't I didn't think they had answers for for kind of that level of. Intensity, urgency, um, and and physicality on the glass. I thought that's what turned the game for us.
0: Well, it seemed like throughout the game, and especially in the second half, it it felt like you were trying to figure out what the best defense was, (laughs) and it was. It seemed from my angle a challenge to find out which one was going to work down the stretch.
1: Yeah, um, you know, and and yes, um, it didn't. It didn't experiment for long. I just the way our defense is set up um, with the two-three zone. they got they got two post players that really shoot that mid-range shot that we gave so much to Marshall. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went 2-3 zone, one possession, uh, and Smitherman uh, hit, a, hit a mid-range jump shot, and I said, nah, that's not going to work. Uh, so we went to our 3-2 zone a little bit. You know, I thought they got really good shots, but most... Um, most glaring to me was they got two offensive rebounds in it. And so again, it, it was, I felt like I was gimmicky. I was, I was trying to be gimmicky. And it's like, no, we can defend them. Let's defend them. And, you know, I thought, I thought Olivia Mullins was really, really good on the defensive end down the stretch. I thought heaven was, was good. I thought Shanti was really good. Uh, and then Chloe comes in um, like a, like a, I mean, just like a shot of lightning, even in the last minute when it was pretty much over, um, but still caused havoc on the defensive end. So, you know, I, I just I give our team credit for that because backs against the wall, we didn't fold, right? We we strengthened, we came together, and and we found a way to get it done. But, you know, everybody, right? Everybody looks at this on paper like, of course, JMU is going to win this game, including, you know, anybody associated with the league, probably everybody in this building, um, probably our staff, probably hmm. our players, uh, it, you know. And I was, I'm sick to my stomach f- five hours ago worrying about, um, you know. How can well, you know? How are we going to be able to overpower them? So I, I give them a lot of credit. Um, I give them a lot of credit. I think uh, she's 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 doing her best to get them going, um, and I, th- I think they'll find a way to win a couple games here down the stretch because of that human nature factor.
0: Yeah, they've played three consecutive solid games. They yeah, were in a tight game against Arkansas State, obviously beat Texas State on Saturday, and gave you guys a good fight tonight. You know, you said to your team in shoot around that Coach Jackson has about like a hundred plays on her play sheet, mm-hmm. and she's not repeating anything how much of a challenge was that just the unpredictability of not knowing what play would come next?
1: Yeah. But you know, I think you got to at some point in time, right. You can't give everybody all the answers. And so we always went through, through five man sets and the most common or, or tricky. Uh, there could be a fourth and fifth that are just tricky sets we haven't seen, but you, you have to, you have to rely on your principles. You ha- you have to be able to do that. And, um, I think most coaches uh, have probably right this time of year fifty to sixty at least. Um, you know, I would I would love to see what she's actually got, see if I was right about a hundred, but I felt like it. And and they run you around, and and I think she does a really good job. She came from from USF, and Jose Fernandez does a does a great job um, with that, and and we've played them a couple times, and and he has some great sets. So. Uh, We knew that was coming, but it really wasn't, that wasn't it. They were still running the sets in the fourth, right? Mm -hmm. It was, it was the defensive energy and intensity that just, we we lacked the consistency of for the whole game. And I'm glad, I'm glad we turned it up. But, you know, again, I I hope lesson learned for us, Uh, you know, we don't have another, another South Alabama as far as record um, on our schedule, you know, to end, to end the, the year, but, we have people that will be in seventh place and we have people like you just can't you, we can't we can't this is a this is our mission this is not mm-hmm. it's not south alabama's mission it's our mission and so we, hopefully we learn. we learn that lesson today
0: james madison head coach sean O'Regan with us on our post game show after james madison beat south alabama this evening 82 to 66 you know i want to go back to the first half now because if you don't play in the first <laughs> half you're down by 10 against south <laughs> alabama in the fourth quarter instead of and down by one. I thought of anybody who helped your team build a 15-point lead in the first half, I think someone who had a great responsibility of that was Carol Miller. And just her play off the bench, her rebounding in the first half, finishes with just five points, but a season-high seven rebounds. What did you see from her in the first half?
1: Well, very honestly, her, her first stint, um, I, didn't, I didn't love it. And it wasn't necessarily her fault. It was the whole flow of the game, it was not a good period of time, like end of the first quarter. I safe travels. Um, but when I put her back in, I think it was the beginning of the second close to that, she had unbelievable balance. And I even asked her at the media time, I said, like, what, did you get mad at me when I took you out or something? And she said, no, it was just out of sync. And she was bouncing around, and it was like, okay, yeah, can can we have that all the time? And so um, I thought she was she was instrumental um, in that. I thought you're her attacking the glass. I thought she she just had a great bounce um, in that first half. And, um, you know, she she certainly deserves some credit for that. But, um, you know, down this straight it's like <laughs> – it's it's kind of the same story right it's like Mm -hmm. what cast the characters today and and obviously susha comes out with an awesome uh you know 21 11 on 10 of 14 um that's outstanding Peyton's line 22 um a 9 of 16 shots i mean that is all awesome um but it's it's like the mixtures that that we've got to figure out as we go is is just um different for me i'll say that
0: well you mentioned susha there and you know, you watch a game on television, you can kind of see some of your reactions. And, and it didn't feel like you and Sush were – it didn't feel like you were necessarily pleased with Sush's play early. <laughs> she threw the pass over the midcourt line for a backcourt violation. But I, I'm impressed with just her ability to receive feedback and bounce back from things. We talked a few games earlier about how she got to the offensive glass, and that allowed her to get more points. And that's how she put her head down and, and got it going. I think her progression throughout the game really speaks to the way she plays.
1: Yeah. And, and very honestly, that was that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back was to pass out to start the um, the second half. It was accumulation. Steph turns it over to start the thing. Jamia shoots a three when she could have drove it. We weren't getting stops. Uh, I can't remember the, the other thing that happened. And then it was like, all right, enough's enough. She she gets this timeout, the brunt of, of my aim. man. She looks me right in the face uh she's not scared to hear it she understands she she apologizes um and i'm trying to understand her, to to make her understand it's not it's not jer- i'm not calling this time out cuz of you i'm calling this time out cuz of us and so um she can take criticism uh she she's you know i i think the challenge for her right is is <laughs> so they start the game without double teaming mm-hmm. and they end the game double teaming because she's that much of a monster and so um she deserves a lot of credit i mean the year she's having uh, to go ten to fourteen, as you know, she leads the Sun Belt in, in field goal percentage, and <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I would assume doubles are coming, uh, and that's that's uh, that's like heavy heavy lies the crown, Corey.
0: Hmm. Another player I wanted to spotlight here. Your first three baskets of the game, all three were assisted by Steph Oder. Kirk, she finished with four assists. Uh, why is her favorite quarter the first quarter?
1: <laughs> uh, I just think um, I don't know the answer. You can ask her, but Steph likes order, right? Very smart, um, you know, very organized, very studious. So she likes order. I think maybe the first quarter, right, it's it's the most order it's going to be all game. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see. She, she, is, uh, she is instrumental for us. And you know she, she plays a really important role. And what I tried to get her to understand is, um, what I try to get her to understand is especially like okay, we run we run the first play. We get Sushi the layup, great. Okay, so as we throw Sushi that layup, okay, are they doubling? Or are they not? Okay, they're not. So what's your focus now? Your focus now should be all right. Let's get her three more touches because she I. In my mind, she's our best uh, post feeder. And so let's get her three more touches um, inst- instead of maybe shooting that contested three, which I thought she did today. And I just talked to her real quick, and she said, yeah, yeah, I understand now. And so um, shortly after that, she threw it in. Then they, they doubled, to so She threw it back out, and then Steph made a pull-up. And it's like, that's the one I want you to take. So, um, you know, with her with her it kind of growing, expanding role, i think she's learning stuff like that it's hard she she was i mean i watched her in high school and aau and she was a scorer that's what she did so we're asking her to to, to you know adapt and, and and play a really really important role for us
0: uh and i thought she she certainly did that early i want to ask you quickly about the next game before you run i know i orthodox or what was the word i'm looking for um in an orthodox fashion i usually don't but This is such an interesting schedule because you have an extra day and then you have another extra day because the Wednesday-Saturday split becomes a Wednesday-Sunday split. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have a game that doesn't count towards your standings, but you have a game that really counts for the most part if you were to make the NCAA tournament and advance and get your seating to a higher uh, Mm -hmm. place. What's, what's, like, the vibe, the buzz of, of this program, the coaching staff, as you'll get in preparation mode for a, a really talented Ball State team coming up on Sunday?
1: Yeah, Ball State's great, 20-2. Uh, and two, And uh, if they win, they win uh, while we're on the radio here.
0: Uh, they're Ooh. down by three, nine seconds Not to go in OT. Not good.
1: <laughs> um, you know, that's what this is, right? And, and the goal here is to get our league, the Sun Belt, uh, to a two or, or, or a three-bed league. And... It seems impossible at times because our net nobody has a net in in the top 100 right now, um, but our league is up to ninth overall uh, in in the nation. So we're right under the American, and that's that's progress for for this women's basketball mm-hmm. league. And part of that was that we 12 of us played played max schools early on, and I believe we were you have to check me. I think we were nine and three, um, and those those games. Will help instead of playing a division two or division three and filling that home game um they that's what they've set up for us so now in turn we're gonna have 12 games on the road and if we can go nine and three maybe you can bump up to eight right and now you know it's not going to be a two-bid league this year Mm -hmm. Uh, you you know you have to have two dominant teams to have a two-bid league in, in our um in our world but the initiative of it I think, uh, really makes sense to me. And that's that's what we told our team. I said, look, you guys can approach this, and you can say this doesn't count for the standings. What are we doing this for? And we can go up there and, and be on the railroad tracks and get railroaded, or... Or you can understand that this might be the difference between a 13 seed and a 12 seed, and that, that is a massive difference in the women's NCAA tournament in the sense of a 13 seed plays a road game, true road game mm-hmm. at Ohio State. A 12 seed plays a 5 seed, and that is neutral. So you're playing, you know. Think uh,
0: about what Toledo did last year. Correct.
1: Right? Neutral neutral site. And then you go. You have, still have to beat somebody on their floor to go to Sweet 16, but um, that's the one, the one NCAA tournament we have under Kenny – uh, Kenny Brooks we'd be Gonzaga on Texas A&M's mm-hmm. floor we were we were an eleven seed they were a six seed and it's neutral we had more fans than than Gonzaga we mm-hmm. you know so and, and we won and we were able to go play Texas A&M which again true road game but it's different now now you've won you've got some momentum you're feeling good about it so um, not to fast forward and not to say we're going to be in the NCAA tournament guaranteed or anything mm-hmm. like that but that's what's behind this and so uh you know i'm i'm this look, man i'm a competitor dude if if you say uh let's go out in the parking lot and i'll touch um i'm gonna touch these parking spot lines faster than you in a minute you know i'm probably gonna do it Corey, and beat you so like that's who i am so i want to go beat ball state we're on national tv on cbs sports net uh two o'clock before the super bowl so like just sit down on your couch pop it on uh it's an opportunity to play on national tv too so a lot a lot of good from it and i'll be curious to see how we come out um because again it, it doesn't matter in the standings. Um, but you know, hopefully we got a, a locker room full of competitors like I think we got.
0: Well I was gonna say you will spend the time to educate your team on what this actually means? No
1: doubt. Okay. Uh, we already we already talked about the locker room a little bit. All
0: right, cool. Go off to your press conference, man. Thanks so much for the time. Thank you.